Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, it is movie time. Niall O'Brien is in the house. We're going to be chatting about The Irishman and lots more. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. good. Now, straight into film news, and I think we mentioned this during the week, uh, just as it happened, uh, the late, great Neil Tobin is on your list there. Yeah, yeah, the passing of a man who I think people would know best, I suppose, for his TV work, but he also appeared in a lot of movies and was a great stage performer. He had a one-man show about uh, Brendan Behan. And I remember him as well, like, uh, being one of the guests that would appear on The Late Late Show with Byrne. And he was a great raconteur, a great storyteller, and very very funny so we're very sad to see him pass he got a start as one of um, the radio television players oh very <laughs> good called. so basically I suppose they would they would turn up on, on radio dramas and TV dramas and uh, he was in Bracken which I don't remember which was the precursor of Glen Rowe wasn't Row. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I remember him probably best, I suppose, from Ballycus Angel, because when Ballycus Angel was on t- TV, or it ran for years. I was living in Manchester, and when you're living away from home, you kind of like the the nostalgia the, of it or all, the, you know, the the tweeness yes, of, of yes. the thing. And he played Father McAnally, who was kind of the parish priest, who was very overbearing of of this kind of radical young priest who came into Ballycus Angel. But he he managed to bring great depth and warmth and humour to this part and I'll always remember him for that and I'll remember him for something else as well which we'll talk about in our scene of the week. Oh very cool okay so what I love that you have on your running order here is (laughs) it's time for Keanu's. Oh I thought your romance was over. (laughs) No 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 it's very much the flame is still burning. Well um, the trailer has dropped for the new Spongebob Squarepants movie. You're not as excited anymore. Listen, his catalogue of work is just extremely impressive. I'm sure he's going to bring so much to the underworld <laughs> sea life of yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah, I didn't even SpongeBob. know SpongeBob was still a thing, really. It seems kind of, you know, like five, six years ago. Yeah, I don't, know I don't know. It's still on TV. But there's a new movie coming out called Sponge on the Run. And that follows SpongeBob, who goes in search of his best friend, Gary. Long time <laughs> viewers will know his best best friend, Gary is a snail yes. and uh, Gary goes missing so he goes in search with his friend Patrick the starfish for Gary and on the way he meets a magical sagebrush uh, who <laughs> is called Sage who imparts very 
you know, very deep wisdom to him, and he is voiced and faced as well because you see Keanu's face by Fantastic. Keanu. Yeah, so yes, I I'm gone. His, when is his, that out? It's out next year, so you can look forward to that. <laughs> In and the I, diary. Yeah, you can see the trailer, and basically, uh, you can see him go, "Hey, my name is Sage." Uh, and I'm mayor of Sage, and I am a Sage, so Lo- it, it all in, works out pretty yes, well. That's I'm, what he is says. that in the trailer? That's in the trailer. Well, and it's not you, you know. don't have it included here. I don't in your have tips. a clip. No, How dare no, you? I'm right. Sorry. Okay. You have a lot to get through. Okay. Right. That's very exciting. Keanu's. Yes. Um, okay. Tell. <laughs> you don't seem as <laughs> you mandate every week. Not, they can't all be gold. I, listen, they are all gold. <laughs> it involves Keanu Reeves. Okay. I just say. Okay. We are talking. We were talking about this last week. Uh, we had the Martin Scorsese retrospective this is his epic long, yes it is the Irish man tell yeah. us about this so this is we talked about it last week and people will know about it and it is in cinemas now until the 27th of November when it drops on Netflix so if you want to see it in the big on the big screen it's you've got two weeks to do it and it's so, in the Ark Cinema by the way one of the select cinemas because yeah. it's not everywhere no, so some cinemas know. kind of said we'll just wait because mm. people won't come and see it so I have to say I went to see it yesterday at half past three and it was a fairly full cinema to see it now is one of the smaller ones but so this is the Irishman so it's the story of Frank Sheeran who is a war veteran and we follow him basically through the 50s through to the end of his life basically and he initially we see him it's it's a complicated movie in that it starts off with a flashback and then we have a flashback to a flashback within the flashback wow so yeah <laughs> I'll maybe talk about that when I talk about the film but um, yeah so he after the war he gets involved with the Pennsylvania mob basically and a, a character named Russell Buffalino played by Joe Pesci and then with Jimmy Hoffa the real life well they're all real life characters but Jimmy Hoffa who was the union leader who famously disappeared in the 70s and nobody knows what happened to him and Frank Sheeran in his book called I Heard You Paint Houses which this is based on claims to be the person who who killed uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. So um, so that's it. We have a little clip here. This yep. clip, I'll just set it up, is uh, Al Pacino playing Jimmy Hoffa. And you don't hear a lot of uh, Robert De Niro in this, but you do hear Stephen Graham, who's playing another kind of um, ma- maf- mafia-connected guy who Jimmy Hoffa has a, a, a beef with. And they, they set up a meeting in Miami and they're trying to kind of get you know, get on the same page so that they can move forward. Okay, here it is. Can you believe this weather, Frank? Huh? It's 85 degrees outside. Perfect. Hey, Tony Jack. Jimmy. People freezing to death in New York. And look at us. Why we don't live here all year round is what I want to know. Beautiful. It's summer. What? It's summer. People aren't freezing to death in New York. It's summer. In my mind, it's always eight degrees in New York. I'm making a point. Making a point? Making a point dressing like that? Is that you dress for a meeting? And this is how you dress in Florida? In a suit? For a meeting? Anywhere. Florida, Timbuktu, I dress in a suit. For a meeting. And you're late. What? You're late. And it was traffic. Yeah, it's traffic. <laughs> Wasn't it traffic? You give me it traffic. Was traffic. What do you what, what do you want from us? It was bumper to bumper. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's bad, you know. Traffic. I never waited for anyone who was late more than ten minutes in my life. 
I'd say 15. 15 is right. No, 10. I don't think so. 10's not enough. You have to take traffic into account. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm taking traffic into account. That's why it's 10. I still say 15. No, 10. Fine, we, we disagree on that. Well, how oh. about 12 and a half minutes? There we go. Hey, 12 and a half. Middle, right it's in the middle. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, more than 10 is saying something. Is saying something to me? No, I'm here. Hmm. It says what it says. Oh, this is tense. The it tense. is, it is. And that's a great scene. That's It's a little bit longer than we usually play, but yeah. I really wanted to play that because it features not only Pacino, who I think is fantastic in this, and De Niro, who's very good, but Stephen Graham, who is a I tremendous love actor. Yeah, like people will know him from Snatch, but also very recently as well, he was in a series called The Virtues that I uh, was going on about, yeah. that our own Helen Behan from yeah. Laytown was in, and yeah, he's incredible. Really holding his own there as well. It really is against like these <clears throat> like real Italian-American guys. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. uh, very excited though to have Robert De Niro and Al Pacino back in a film yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, that should be enough of a draw for people to know. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Now, um, I think for me, the 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 people who stood out in this movie, the performances, uh, Al Pacino was fantastic. But Hoffa is a kind of showy character anyway in in history and in real life. Um, Joe Pesci is in this uh, as uh, Russell Buffalino, the the mob guy who's kind of friends with Pacino and brings him into it and he I thought was great I'd kind of forgotten how good an actor he was again when yeah. did we see him in a film last yeah. really you know so yeah. that's that's amazing so what are we thinking star wise um, okay I'm going to give it four stars for fantastic performances it's a long cinema sit I was sitting there kind of going oh they could have lost 40 minutes out of this mm. really and I did not I was not a fan of the de-aging I thought the de-aging did not like this is another thing that people are kind of talking yes, about yes we didn't actually discuss this yeah, yet so this yeah. is the whole kind of computer sort of related technology yeah, to make I mean, them look younger exactly yeah, so yeah. you see De Niro's character certainly from the war um, all the way through to his death uh, like as an 80 year old the ageing stuff kind of works pretty well the ageing mm. stuff is good the de-ageing stuff less good I got really engaged with it when it kind of got to the late 60s uh, 70s which is also when the Hoffa kind of plot came into it and the de-aging didn't bother me then uh, whereas the stuff before that I kind of felt like I would have preferred if they had different actors playing younger versions mm. of these characters what they used to do and it's important to remember that De Niro got an Oscar to play for playing the young Vito Corleone in The Godfather yeah, yeah you know? that's very true so yeah, exactly. I mean if yeah, yeah. they remade it now it would be de-aging Marlon Brando you know you see it's one of these debates that we definitely don't have time for here but no. it's one of these debates of you know is computer technology saturating you know yeah, sort of and yeah. uh, could there have been worthier as you mentioned younger actors yeah. that could have shown off their chops Possibly, in this I yeah. think so and I always remember the Jurassic Park quote you know they spent so much time wondering if they could do it they yes. never asked if they should do, do it. it this is it okay so uh, as you're saying it does drop four on stars. Netflix but yeah, four stars but, in the cinema yeah, I mean people will see it and it's you hear from that scene there there's some amazing scenes yeah. yeah okay we're going swiftly to Netflix now I know you have uh, you know in the spirit of my November 15th <laughs> you have a Christmas sort of themed yeah, one I am very much against talking about Christmas <laughs> until the 1st of December but Netflix today are dropping a Christmas animated movie called Klaus which looks really good it's directed by a guy called Sergio Pablos who has been involved in the Despicable Me and Minions movies. Um, this is, as far as I know, kind of a traditional animation. Looking at it, it's not, I'm sure, computers are involved, but mm. it's not like CGI like the other ones. Um, and it is the story of Jesper, who 
was the worst postman in the Postal Academy. So he gets assigned to a town in the North Pole where everybody hates each other and there's no goodwill. But he, while he's up there, he discovers that there's a very special magical man who lives there and makes toys. Wow. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Definitely I would wait until. Yeah, I mm-hmm. would wait until the first of December to watch it, <laughs> but that drops today. Listen, bah humbug. It's eight tonight on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Watch that one. Uh, now we have to mention this. We did mention it briefly during ah, okay. the week, but we definitely have to chat about this. This is Dolly Parton's Heartstrings with a local connection. That's it. Yeah. So this is not a hap- uh, dropping till next Friday, but this is Heartstrings, which is a series of dramas, anthology dramas, so they're not connected, and each one is based on a Dolly Parton song. And the reason we put it in, I suppose, is because our own Colin O'Donoghue The amazing uh, actor. Come in yeah. and talk to us, Colin, next time you're home. <laughs> yes, Colin, we really want you to be part of Absolutely. Real Reviews, yeah. yeah. And he is going to star in an episode called J.J. Sneed, which is about I'm not a huge Dolly Parton, I know Jolene, there'll be one called Jolene but I don't know J.J. <laughs> Sneed, but um, I looked into it and apparently J.J. Sneed is the the line that they based on it basically is at last I've caught up with you and you're a sight to see could you really be my outlaw lover JJ Sneed so it's about a young uh, woman who likes the reckless life and gets involved with an outlaw and then meets up with him uh, later on in life and it's, it's I don't think it ends well if I know the, if I know Tally <laughs> well you know no better man to play the rugged outlaw yeah, type there you go. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go so he he'll be well. great at this um, yeah. and again we extend that invitation call uh, <laughs> now we go Moving swiftly to our scene of the week and again we're going back to Neil Tobin here. We are indeed, yes. And we're also going back to, I suppose, what we say, cult cinema or schlock cinema, which we thought, thought, talked a lot about in previous weeks for Halloween. So this is Rawhead Rex. So any fan of horror or monster movies will have heard of this film. It's a film, uh, ba- it's a 1986 film based on a, a short story by Clive Barker, but it's set in Ireland and it stars a whole plethora of Irish actors. Um, Colin, or Neil Tobin, rather, I should say. Is, <laughs> He's obsessed with yeah. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of Colin Tobin, the, the author, <laughs> but Neil Tobin. Uh, it plays a priest in this and it's basically about a US historian who comes to research kind of pagan rituals in Ireland and he goes to the local church and they have stained glass windows that that he thinks kind of leads to the you know proof of these pagan deities but at the same time this this demon has been has been brought forth because somebody has knocked over a standing stone in of a course field they have. yeah and it has goes it goes on the rampage as well so people talk about this film famously being like a terrible movie i have a real place in my heart for it i think it's it's actually pretty good the monster is 1986 yeah, so, you on know. a budget yeah you know? <laughs> but it's it's a good film and uh neil tobin i think could have had a like a much bigger career like internationally I don't think he wanted it I think he was happy in Ireland Mm. he was happy doing stage shows he was happy working on TV or whatever so fair play to him Okay so we're going to finish out real reviews with the scene of the week which is Rawhead Rex thank you so so much Niall You're very welcome Merry Christmas I've just heard about your son my condolences These windows when were these put in? You can think of windows at a time like this. Just, just when were the windows put in? Well, they were made and remade several times. The church was badly damaged in the 1860s. A lot of the glass was lost or replaced. It's a bit of a jigsaw puzzle. It wasn't a very good job. Some of the fragments were... 
This is not just academic interest, is it? Oh, you're damn right it isn't. That thing killed my son. I stood there and watched him do it. It's not human, that thing. If I was your friend Declan, I'd say that was the devil. But you don't believe in the devil. No, I don't believe in the devil. But something started the rumor. <laughs> 